Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. Hey, what's going on? It's Loud and Local Stay Home Sessions right now. I've got uh, someone on the phone from Seattle. Well, actually, he's not from Seattle, but he's living in Seattle. He is one of the brothers from a band called Rat King. We've had them up on Metal Shop, but this is the first time we've talked with him for Loud and Local. Wanted to dive a little deeper on their new record. Uh, so first off, uh, congratulations on the new record. I'm speaking with Daniel Racines. How you doing, man? Doing great, man. Thank you so much. Absolutely. So uh, what's going on, man? Obviously, the world has changed a lot since you released the album Vicious Inhumanity. In the beginning of the year, it was uh, looking like it was going to be a, an awesome year. And then, you know. I know. <laughs> yeah, we had, <laughs> definitely. We had in mind that we're going to, we're like gearing up to tour the most we can this year. And that became the complete opposite, you know. But um, it's, I mean, it's, we're in the same good spirits, and I'm just writing more stuff right now. So Good. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So um, I guess my question is, how are you doing tonight? Like, how, how have the last few months been for you? Like, you and your brother, obviously, uh, I, I mean, after the release of the album, um, how, how have you been? Like, how are you staying safe? How are you staying sane? How are you staying busy? Uh, what's the last yeah. few months been like for you guys with the whole pandemic situation? Well, uh, speaking just by myself, I I like just walking and exercising a little bit here and there. I'm not, I've never been that great about that, but um, Mm -hmm. now I can, I need it. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm getting older. We're getting older too. So, but uh, we've been trying to, we've been practicing um, not too often, but we have been practicing since this all, the whole thing started. And Mm -hmm. it's all just to play music. That's, it's nice just to do that. And the stress, the stress goes down and, feels nice to do that but i mean we're living through crazy times and just mm-hmm. ex- like just viewing the what goes on in society is i mean for me is for us as a band i think it's important just to like not to like try to promote too much you know and try to do the band stuff and just to like chill back a little bit and just listen to how everything is playing out 
you guys have practiced a lot. Um, do you guys live together? No, uh, we share. A, we don't live together, but we have a, a practice space at uh, in downtown Seattle. Yeah, not downtown, but like in Soda. And uh, so we have the we pay for that practice space. So I mean, just the fact that we're paying for it, it, it makes us kind of want to go there. But we don't go that often. And just be real careful. It's just me, just a three piece, you know. So mm-hmm. we're very careful with everything. So obviously the metal band, it's not you know uh, this like it's, you you guys aren't freaking Judas Priest or Iron Maiden. So you, we all got to have j- yeah. day, day jobs, right? Are you back to work yeah, or are you back to work or are you unemployed currently? Uh, What's your situation like? I, right now? Me personally, I'm unemployed right now. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, I lost either. my job, but that's that's okay. But um, I just trying to get get back into some of the different fields. Okay, for me it was it was okay. It's not too bad. My brother kept his job, and uh, Carlos, he was doing live sound, so he, he he's he's unemployed also. Yeah. But I don't know he, when he's going to come back from that. Well, let's just hope uh, for the best, man. It, 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 yeah, yeah. Um, luck, luckily, you've been able to, uh, you know, I guess uh, you guys said that you're working on some new material? Yeah. Good. Uh, been writing. We're going to try to put out, um, maybe next year, I put out an EP, another five songs. So we've right we're like in the two three uh, songs already. So you guys uh, started off the year by releasing your long-awaited album "Vicious Inhumanity." I think that's an appropriate title for the year um, <laughs> of 2020. Uh, hell of a time to release an album, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, it just seemed like it was going that way when we were writing. Like when I was thinking of title albums, I just felt. It just felt gross, everything. I don't know. It felt like like something needed to happen, and it kind of did, so it's weird. <laughs> you, you told the future, man. You foretold. <laughs> That's crazy. So uh, how long were you guys working on the album, man? Oh, well, we, since we, um, since Carlos joined the band, I don't, I'm not good with times, but maybe three years ago, we started writing new stuff. And after we like jammed and started doing some covers, and we're like, all right, let's start writing. So it took probably like three years, yeah, or so, to write the whole album. Yeah, and the the material is way more. And, and I'm not trying to put you guys in a box, but way more like brutal mm-hmm. death metal influence kind of style. Your last stuff yeah. was maybe a little bit slower. Um, what brought sure. that that influence to you guys? Did you guys just want to mix it up and get a little faster? Yeah, I think the, uh, when we uh, got Carlos in the band, he's such a metal drummer that we were just went back to what we like, uh, me and my brother, like writing yeah. metal-wise and death metal. And uh, we before with our other drummer, and it was, he was the first one we first drummer we met here in Seattle mm-hmm. when we moved here, and we just kind of wanted to do something different, and that's why it's so, such a contrast between the earlier Rat King and this new one. This new one, we just went back to what we love and what we know. <laughs> cool, man. Well, uh, that's yeah. that's rad. You guys uh, certainly worked with uh, a legend, Tad Doyle uh, of Witch Ape yeah. Studios. What was it like to work with Tad on the Vicious Inhumanity? Yeah, it was good, man. He's uh, a fun guy, and uh, his studio is awesome. and very chill to record there. We had a blast, man. He's a nice, really nice guy. That's cool, man. Did, did he uh, give you guys kind of notes on things, or did he just let you guys do your thing? How, how uh, hands-on is Tad? Uh, well, this is we recorded everything with Tad. Oh, okay. The first demo. So this one was already, like, we were already comfortable with him, so we didn't. He just helped us, like, do, uh, 
here and there a couple of takes when it wasn't good enough, he would tell us. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool, man. Well, so you guys already had like kind of a relationship with him then. Yeah. That's awesome. Definitely. Okay, so um, you, you guys released the album, obviously, in January. Things, you know, the word coronavirus was just something that we kind of heard very distantly. The the idea of it was not as vivid as it obviously has become. Um, were you guys able to play any shows after the release of the album, like pre-pandemic in 2020? Yes. Yes, we had, uh, we released the album um, physically uh, February 13th. We mm-hmm. had a series release show. And it was a great to have those. We had a, like a little weekend of shows. We played um, Seattle, and then we went to an Cortez, yeah. and then we played Olympia, and it was great. It was awesome just to have those. If we didn't do those, I would be so sad right now because we haven't played since, you know. Right. <laughs> and it was like the only shows we had this year, but so far. But at least you got a couple in after the release of the record, man. Yes, and it was cool. Just CD release shows are the funnest. Like everybody's pumped to hear it and to play it. It's it's really cool. I love this. Right on. Nice. That's awesome. I'm talking with Daniel Racines uh, from the band called Rat King. Uh, he is one of the brothers in the band. Uh, and actually, let's shout out the other members of your band I'm not speaking with now. Uh, can you shout them out for me real quick? Yeah, I'm on guitar, Ricky Racines, <laughs> and on drums with Carlos Delgado. Right on, man. Um, so we're going to go into uh, a couple songs from the record right now. Uh, again, the album is called Vicious Inhumanity. It's on Within the Mind Records, which is your own record label. Is that right? Yeah, it's our own. That's, Self-released. That's awesome, man. DIY, dude. Um, we're going to go into Borotanico and uh, Chaleso di... Oh, man, I'm like the whitest <laughs> dude right now. Can you can you uh, give me the uh, translation of what Borotanico and the second one are? Okay, Borotanico means satanic drunk. It was just kind of like a joke kind of thing. Nice. And Chaleco de Bizetes means uh, a suit of money because of just kind of corruption-based idea of how people like politicians steal money is just like their suits are made of, of money. Oh. That's what it means. All right, man. Well, you heard it from him, dude. <laughs> Here's a couple <laughs> Rat King songs. Vicious Inhumanity is the name of the record. Uh, we'll be back with more from Daniel here on Loud and Local Stay Home Sessions.
You're listening to Loud and Local Stay Home Sessions on the phone right now with uh, Daniel Racines from Rat King. Uh, they have a new record called, uh, it is called Vicious Inhumanity. And if you like those songs, uh, what's the best way for us to purchase your, your album or to uh, to check out your album? And, and uh, the, uh, the way that'll give us direct support to you. Perfect. Uh, Bandcamp, you can follow us on uh, ratkingband.bandcamp.com. Okay. Purchase there, yeah. Right on, man. That's awesome. So uh, tell me a little bit about the labels. So uh, Within the Mind Records, you guys have, uh, you know, obviously put out the Rat King stuff, but you guys have a nice little roster of bands. Uh, you guys put out a record by a Northwest band called Is It Me? I think. Is Me, yeah. Is Me. Uh, awesome record. Um, so, yeah, well, tell me a little bit about Within the Mind and... Um, What's uh, what's been, that been like? Yeah, I mean, uh, within that mind, mostly we did it just to release our own stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, just like we've been playing music for a long time, and uh, we have like a bunch of buddies and friends that we enjoy their music a lot, and we try to help them out too to put out their mu- music. You know, we don't we don't try to profit much of it. It just just to help out. We just want to be like a stepladder for other people. To, to get, get more stuff, you know. So, um, it's me. We've just been playing shows with them, like accident, not accidentally, but every time we played, they seem to be in the same, uh, on the same, uh, bill as us. And they're yeah. great. They're super, super professional, not professional, but super great bands. And we love their record. So we had to try to help them out and they're doing great, you know. Absolutely, man. Um, so the, uh, really cool that you guys are, are, are doing a label. Um, What's the origin story of Rat King then? I know you and your brother obviously growing up together. Uh who who um so you guys are from Ecuador. Who moved to Seattle first and who you know followed? Or did you guys move here yeah. together? I I know yeah. we talked to you on Metal Shop oh, a couple of years back, but why don't you remind yeah. me? Sure. Uh, my brother moved to Arizona first and when mm-hmm. he was 18 just to go to college and stuff. And I followed when I turned I'm 5 years younger, so mm-hmm. when when I uh, became uh, 18 i moved back to arizona so we had a couple bands over there 10 years we li- i lived there and then we moved to seattle because we came to play a show f- um we did a little tour and came to seattle and we, we were like oh we gotta move to, to this place this place is beautiful so we did <laughs> wow and then uh okay. yeah so th- and then th- we had to make the uh, have to keep playing so we started making a started a jam with people to make a wrecking what what was uh okay so you you moved to Seattle you and your brother right so what was the yeah. first show uh in Seattle that you went to that wasn't your own band the first show after moving here oh, what was shit. was your first concert and like your first uh, exposure to the local metal scene ooh. so the local oh, my first show was Sabbath at the Gorge it was amazing oh, it yeah. was a week yeah it was a week before when we moved here a week before I didn't even have a place to live but we were mm-hmm. like we have to go to see Sabbath at the Gorge mm-hmm. it was sick. Locally, I think maybe Sandrider. I okay. Think I saw their CD, CD release, I yeah. think, at the, um, in West Seattle at the, at the record store, I think, for one of their Godhead album, I think it was. Cool. But, man. uh, them, Hugh, Hugh's Isaac's Gord was great. It's great too. Um, what else did I see? Uh, I think Saws maybe. Cool. I oh yeah. 
Well, okay. So tell me a little bit about what's um, being uh, uh, a couple of guys that uh, played metal in in another scene, and then you know, kind of just putting everything uh, in a, in a car or, or a van and just driving over here and moving with your brother as yeah. as musicians. What's the difference between the scene in Arizona and the scene here in Seattle to you? I mean, uh, when we moved, we were a little bit tired of. Uh, just like the same stuff over there, just um, same shows kind of thing for us, for our bands in particular, you know. Yeah. So we kind of just decided to move out just to like see something different. To see, We didn't know what was going to happen. We just wanted to do something different, you know. Sure. And, uh, yeah, we started when you do that, you have to start back from the beginning. <laughs> so it's like like you're starting a new band it's from zero so we just put the time into practicing and trying to do the best music that we can that we like and we like playing and just kept at it you know it's been already almost six and a half years since we've done wrecking well, okay, so you, I, I saw on the news this past weekend, Arizona, it's just like record temperatures, and they were potentially yeah. going to hit 120. Yeah. What the hell is that like, dude? I can't even, I've never been to Arizona, and it just, I hear yeah. that, and it just sounds terrifying. It is, dude. It sucks. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, like they say, it's a dry heat with it. I mean, it helps a little bit, but it's, it's scorching. Like when summer hits, you just go in your car, AC, and then go to your house. That's all you do, you know, and whenever you want to go eat something, just go out. But it's all about the AC in Arizona. But then you play shows, I'm sure, also, and it oh, gets yeah. sweaty inside and it's hot outside. That's gotta be yep. intense. Yeah, it sucks, man. Yeah, definitely. We've played even shows outside. Sometimes at bars that are have like open patios for smoking. It was crazy. But I mean, if people are used to it. They get used to it, you know. Yeah. To their surroundings and stuff. Are, are you cool with the rain now? Are you cool with the the oh, yeah. northwest? You like it here? Okay, cool. Dude, I love it here. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of Ecuador a little bit because it rains over there a lot too. It's okay. Similar kind of terrain weather. It's kind of nice. So tell me about your first exposure to metal. I'm assuming it's from your big brother. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. When uh, when we, we we lived in Ecuador together, mm-hmm. I was about like 12, 13. He was like 17 and 18. Uh-oh. And he had like all his friends were like into metal. He would bring all his CDs and would have them in his room and be like, don't touch him. <laughs> and I would go yeah, <laughs> I would go and make like tapes, look the favorite, the song that I liked, you know, that's how I mean, but. That's in like that's in like the mid nineties. Yeah. So some some cool and yeah, you know, they had some great CDs, uh Fear Factory, all the Meta Metallica, Iron Maiden, mm-hmm. Ozzy, all the classics. Pantera back then was amazing. Uh yeah. And Cannibal Corpse too. Love them. Well, was there um a scene, a metal scene in Ecuador? Were there any bands? When I was Yeah. Yeah. There, there's some bands. I have a couple of friends that play over there. That used to play over there. Um, Harker scene was pretty big. Cool uh, metal scene. That's pretty good. When I moved to Arizona, like uh, early t- uh, in the early 2000s, that's when the, the scene over there was exploding, getting bigger. Mm-hmm. So I missed most of it. Oh, okay. But my yeah, my buddies would bring bands over there. They would bring like Darkest Hour, Black Dahlia, Murder to play Ecuador, and they would open for them. You know. Oh, that's so awesome. It was, it was crazy. Yeah, it was awesome. So it kind of exploded right after you left, man. But hey, you know, yeah. <laughs> at, least, at least you know that it was happening, man. And you, it, it must have been cool to see your friends, like you know, bring yeah. the, those bands over. That's awesome. 
For sure, yeah. And uh, like a lot of festivals, they do a lot of open air festivals over cool. there. Cool. And they're free, so they're packed. You wow. Know? Like my my friends would be playing for like five thousand people. <laughs> it's like it's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I, I like to ask people what the first metal album they ever purchased is, but I'm going to switch it up right now. What's the first okay. metal T-shirt you ever purchased? I don't even remember. Let me think. Ah, uh, purchased. The first metal T-shirt you ever have, uh, you ever had in your life, even if it's a hand-me-down. Even it's a hand-me-down. I don't remember. Nice, dude. All right, corn yeah, yeah. issues, right on. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah, what, uh, <clears throat> okay, so here's one that's gonna also make you think. Um, what are four albums throughout your life that have, uh, made a very, very important role in your life? Damn. Uh, four albums. Um, let me think. I gotta think about this hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, let me see. Uh, well, uh, I grew up with Ozzy a lot. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, 90s, in the 90s, uh, Osmosis was, I love that album. It's great. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, uh, Cannibal Corpse Vial. That's my first introduction to death metal. It yeah. Was that was amazing. the first one with Corpse Grinder. Yeah. It was awesome. The, those videos would haunt me when I was a little kid. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hypocrisy, self-titles album. Hypocrisy. Okay. I love that album. I love that band also. Yeah. And one more, uh, Master of Puppets, classic. Right on, man. That's a good, yeah. that's a good, a big four. So we got, what was that again? That was, uh, Ozzy Osmosis. Um, yeah. That was, uh, what was the second one again? I forgot. Uh, oh, Cannibal Corpse. Cannibal Corpse Isle, Hypocrisy Self-Titled, and the fourth one was, what was that? Uh, Metallica, Master Yeah, Puppets. all right, man. That's awesome. That's a good big four. Um, if you guys were to do a cover of any song, which song would you most like to cover? Uh, we've already done a couple covers. Really? So okay. Those, or we've done, uh, or do you want a new one? Well, tell me which ones you've done, and then maybe if if, if one you'd like to uh, get try your hand at. Okay, we uh, for this like uh, on the tape version of the Vicious Inhumanity, we uh -huh. put at the end uh, a brujeria cover. Nice called uh, Colas de Rata, Rat Tales. Yeah, <laughs> kind of it felt soothing or that it matched actually, but. Uh, Sepultura we were playing too. We have a couple of Troops of Doom we covered on uh, a demo we did. And we also did a death song. Um, I forgot what, which one we did, but that's pretty nice. <laughs> uh, for a, a new one? Yeah. Uh, I would like to do a Napalm song. That would pretty, be pretty rad. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah, but... Yeah. Um, so my final question for you, dude, is, uh, so obviously there's a lot of, uh, political, um, things going on in the world. A lot of, uh, obviously, uh, you know, protests against police brutality, things like that, racial injustice. Um, how do you feel about, um, using your platform as a, as an artist, as someone with a platform? Do you feel comfortable using your platform to speak out or do you think yeah, that I, I do? Yeah, for sure. Do you have to, sometimes you got to stand by for what you believe in, you know? I feel um, that whatever it is that you want to say, feel, you should 
try to stand by those your principles. Well said, man. Right on. Well, uh, we're going to go into a couple more songs, uh, In Quiet Sleep and Zero. Uh, is there any final words uh, you'd like to say to the Northwest audience? I know we're all kind of in this weird situation where we can't really go to yeah. shows, um, but you, you I, can pick up the Vicious Inhumanity album. Uh, go to vis- uh, ratkingband.bandcamp.com. And uh, do you have any final words, man? I just want to say that uh, you guys, we have a great community here of musicians. I miss going to shows. I miss all the people, you know our comrades in the scene so keep at it and hopefully we can see each other soon right on man well thanks daniel thank you man thanks for doing this man
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.